0: Welcome. This is the Fearlessly Divine Podcast. I'm Maya, your host, and I'm here to inspire you to fearlessly live your most authentic and best life, because life is just too short to not live on our own terms or to let our fears stop us from chasing our dreams. Now let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fearlessly Divine. It's Maya. I hope you're all enjoying this gorgeous springtime. I know for me, Spring has definitely brought some new beginnings and everything is just feeling new and exciting right now. And I'll be talking about it in another episode coming up soon. But in today's episode, I talked to a friend of mine named Sherelle. She and I actually met and connected because of this podcast. And we we got in touch because there's so many similarities in our stories, as, as you'll hear in our conversation. But really, this conversation is about following our intuition, trusting the process and the importance of playing along the way. And as I'm going through these transitions in life right now with these new beginnings, I just started going through these thoughts of like, am I really on the right path? What am I doing? How is it connecting with what really sets my soul on fire? And as I had the opportunity to listen back to this episode, it made me realize that as long as I'm having fun... That I don't need to worry about the outcome. So it's just another life lesson in surrendering control, something that I'm continuously working on. So I know that I'm really happy about these new beginnings and opportunities. And so I'm going to stick on this path and just see where it takes me. And as for our guest, Sherelle, She's also been playing and following her joy. She has a new coaching business called Align Life Works. So if you're interested in connecting with her, I will definitely share her email and Facebook group in the show notes. And I hope you enjoy this conversation. Sherelle, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Hi, I'm so grateful to be here.
0: Yes, I we have chatted a couple times in the past, and I think there's so much um resonance between our, our paths, where we currently are are in our lives. So why don't you share with us a little bit what's currently going on for you? What is coming up in your path?
1: Sure. Um, so I, I am currently leaving my corporate job. I've been managing people for almost 10 years, nine and a half years. And um, over the course of the last year-ish, I've had this vision and desire for clarity of something different. And I didn't know what that looked like. And last year I was trying to get in touch with authenticity and understanding what it was that I was looking for. And once I found the clear vision, I kind of ignored it and was like, nah, you know, I'm in a good place. I, I love what I'm doing for a million reasons. and." Um, then something just switched where my intuition bloomed, I suppose you can say, and I had to take uh, a courageous leap and listen to my intuition and leave my job with no plan and nothing in place to, to know what's coming next and just kind of letting go of the planning piece and letting go of the comfort of my corporate job that that provides and seeing what the universe has available to me.
0: Right. I, you know, being in a similar situation, I know how much fear can come up, anxiety, doubt, you know, self-doubt. Am I making the right decision? Is this really what I should be doing? Am I crazy? You know, not to put words in your mouth, but um, if you've had any of these thoughts come up for you, what do you do to then, you know, remind yourself that, yes, this is the right path for you.
1: Oh my gosh. You didn't put words in my mouth. You took them right out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I have felt self-doubt and uncertainty. And um, really the the biggest piece is remembering my why. And I've made over the course of the year, dozens of pros and cons list of why I love my job and why I'm good at it. And how I'm using my gifts. And there's so many pros and a few cons. And I have to get back into that why and realize that the gifts that I love about my job, I want to use more wholly. Mm -hmm. And I'm not the reminder that I've really had to tell myself over the past couple of weeks, since I've actually put in my notice and have had great days at work, what are you doing? You love your job. This seems crazy. Like you said. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and the reminder is you're doing this because you want to use your gifts more fully and more wholly. You're not leaving because you don't love your job. You're leaving because you want to be more authentic in, in yourself and using your gifts differently.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what
1: that looks like. That's the crazy piece where I'm like, oh, what what does that even mean? But kind of empowering.
0: Totally. I mean, you talk about making lists, you talk about not having a plan. And it just, for me, it brings up for a large majority of my life, I feel like I have been that person that has the plan down to the T is making lists upon lists upon lists, upon lists like I, I actually really do love a good list even still um, <laughs> but I think something that I'm learning is almost to make decisions less from that cognitive space and more from from an intuitive space like that gut feeling that's
1: that's huge for me um the day that I made my decision um I made the decision a long time ago. The day that I listened to my intuition
0: holy, <laughs>
1: <laughs> was um, I was speaking with one of my coaches and I said, I've got this list. And she's like, don't get a list, take your mind out of it and listen to your heart. I was like, okay, well that's easy. I know what the answer is now, but <laughs> then the fear creeps in and the, the uncertainty and there's all the stability that, that is provided in a job, right? Health insurance, a a pay rate, all that stuff. Um, But we, we all know that growth happens outside your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I tried to, in the past year, as I was forcing myself to stay in the job, find ways that I could use my gifts in my job. Cause you don't always have to leave a job to find this empowerment and this courageousness um, and listen to your intuition. You can create something out of what you already have, yeah, um, And important. I didn't, yeah, right. You know, the there's, there's peace and beauty in the opportunities that a person is being afforded and you can work with what you have. Um, leaving the job isn't always the answer. That just happens to be the answer for me.
0: Right, no, that's such an important thing to say because in no way, shape or form is this podcast promoting for you to leave your job, quit your relationship, like none of those things. Um, but yes, it just so happens that, that yeah, our two stories involved leaving the job. And so I think another commonality that you and I are currently sharing is being a little bit in that in-between space in this transition. Um, and then you say, like, with no real plan. I think it involves huge trust in, you know, God, the universe, higher power, whatever you call it or even in just yourself. So tell me a little bit about what that's like for you. How do you, how do you maintain your serenity in, in this in between?
1: I would love to answer that question. And then I want to hear what you have to say, because um, I'm still in the comfort zone. I still have the paycheck coming in. I'm still in the job and you you know that part of what i'm doing i'm like making lists what am i going to do when i have all the days off and i don't have a job to answer to <laughs> and then part of me is like okay don't make a list just enjoy it but that's that's how my brain works so i'm coming up with activities and then i just change the words instead of it being a list it's playing mm-hmm. i'm going to cook and i'm going to go for a walk and i'm going to go work out at this particular gym that I haven't been to in a while. I'm going to do all these things. So I'm playing with all of my opportunities and possibilities. And that creates this excitement. And I believe that in order for me to progress and attract whatever is waiting for me, I have to and want to be in this abundant energy. And in order to do that, you can't be forcing something to come to you Uh, so I'm really excited to get to the play phase and in the transition phase, wholly, um, I'm just gonna, at least one month where I'm not going to work. I've never not worked before, Mm -hmm. um, go a little vacationing and locally. I don't even have to travel to go on vacation, you know, go to the library for a day, like, woo.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Curl up with a good book for sure. I think, I love that that's your response and and I loved your reframe to play and following our joy. Like that's, that's what everybody should be doing. And you know, then somehow our society tells us that when we grow up, we have to be stressed out about work and bills and homes and relationships and all of the long list of things that we stress out about. But yeah, if we could just put all of that down a little while and just really enjoy what we have what's in front of us and and then bear witness to all the good things that would come of that so I think that's excellent advice you sound like you're really in a good space going going into this transition I know you haven't fully gone into it yet
1: yeah it's you know what you think about you bring about
0: the energy that you put
1: out comes back to you So, um, there's nothing to be afraid of, although there could be in, in the critical analytical mind, you know, you don't have a job, you don't have an income, you don't have health insurance. Um, but instead I'm like, I get to do this and I get to do that and have time for this. And, uh, it's just exciting. So tell me what your answer is to that question. When you're in this transition, what, what does that look like for you?
0: You know, for me, um, honestly speaking, I had to, like, like really peel the bandaid off slowly. So even when I took my leap, I, I held on a little bit. And, and I'm not saying that this is what anybody should do. And I'm not, you know, saying that this is the best advice. But it, it worked out for me because I, I was able to leave the job, but then stay on as a consultant. So then it was like, I was working a little bit more on my own terms of I'm going to get paid this much and I'm going to work these hours. And the hours was, you know, way less than a full-time job. And I was doing the playing and I, I didn't call it playing and I wish I would (laughs) have, but um, you know, I was going on walks in the park and really learning that nature is important to me and important in my, um, my connection to something bigger than myself, I guess. And discovering other things that I like while I'm out on these walks and out in nature's. Um, what else? You know, getting to spend more time with my kids was hugely important for me. And I do have done a lot of that. And <laughs> um, yeah, then kind of just, I think being open to receive those downloads, those intuitive downloads that you and I have been talking about, and then being curious about them and then getting excited by them and then putting action behind them. And so, yeah, it's just like baby steps, baby steps, baby steps that then after when you look back, it's just like, wow, look how far I've come in this last year and look how different things are different and also like not so different because I still feel like I'm in this transition and in between and something else will continue to come and happen and I'm not I'm I've done a lot of the work of letting go of expectations and outcomes and um before that would have been so scary for me I needed to have full control of you know my five-year plan or whatever (laughs) I don't know that I necessarily had a five-year plan, but it was like a five-year rough draft sketch in my head. <laughs> and um, and now I'm just really turning it over and and living my life in this way of I just show up for today and know that the universe has got my back for the greater good of of whatever's going to happen next.
1: That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love that. It's It is trusting and whether it's a womanhood or a type A personality trait or what have you, but the letting go of the control and the expectations, you know, I, I own a business and I manage almost a hundred people and I am in control. That's my job.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And my partner has shared a couple of times, you know, you're, you're going to be separating yourself from an identity that you've been holding on to for a decade and that'll be an interesting piece he anticipates and has warned like this could happen uh that that you feel this big shakeup. um and I don't foresee that really but who knows what what it actually looks like you know the first thing that you do when you meet somebody hey how are you or nice to meet you rather what do you do
0: what do you do well
1: I don't really do anything right now (laughs) what does that mean you know I'm playing. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad that you bring that up because you know how you said that so much of our identity is tied up to what we do for work. But what we do for work isn't who we are. We are so much more than what we do for work. In you know, the people that are lucky get to do things that they love for for money and for their work, but there's probably many of us out there that aren't necessarily doing that. And, and so it's, I wish, I wish like, what would be the better question to ask somebody when you first meet them? Like, what do you do for fun? Or I don't know if you can think of any.
1: I think that's a good one. What do you do for fun? Um, One that's a little deeper and sometimes uncomfortable, like what sets your soul on fire? but a person's like, geez, I don't, I don't know. I've never <laughs> thought of that. <laughs> you know, you've been hearing, what do you want to be when you grow up since you could speak? So changing the question, uh, I like to ask, do you have any vacations planned or any exciting things happening in your near future? Cause that brings people to what am, what am I excited about? Yeah. Cause generally it's not work.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, now you have me hit like on this whole kick of just like, why do we do that? And and then I think so much of um, other people's like judgment is caught up in whatever you respond. And it shouldn't be that way either. You know, I've been really um, having these thoughts around self-worth and where does your self-worth come from? And one of the things on on the list, the mental list that I'm making, see, there's another list. <laughs> um <laughs> Is that it should not come from like titles or degrees, you know, and if you have a sense of pride around that, of course, you know, that I'm not trying to bring anybody down and say that they shouldn't feel good about whatever accomplishments they, they have. But, but just going back to what I said earlier, we, we are not our jobs. We are not our titles. We are not our degrees. Like what, what are we really? Mm -hmm.
1: In our jobs whatever you do, some people do love their job. Some people just have a job, but you can always find bits and pieces of your job that do set your soul on fire. And I had so many, have so many of those. Um, and the only thing that's pulling me away is focusing on wanting to do those pieces all the time. (laughs)
0: So I'm curious if you're willing to share, um, you you talk about wanting to leave because you're listening finally to to that intuition, that piece inside of you that's been saying, I imagine this voice has just been getting louder and louder and louder, the the more that you kept ignoring it. And so what is your intuitive self pushing you towards?
1: Awesome, Um, that's very easy. Um, So the course of the year, I... Um, have always had this vision to I love inspiring people motivating people and helping people live their best life listening to their authentic self and having the courage to do it and last year as I read through some of my writings clarity kept coming up I'm seeking clarity I'm seeking clarity and I think I knew it was clear I was ignoring it and pushing it down right so, um, in a lot of the interactions that I had, the word authentic kept coming up. You're such an authentic person or you're so genuine. And I really wanted to embody that authenticity. And I almost didn't feel like I was because of this clarity that I was seeking. So, um, last October, as I was working with a couple different coaches, that's something that I've always wanted to do having not necessarily coaching or yes, coaching, but having conversations like this
0: mm-hmm. just
1: set me on fire. I could sit here and talk to you for hours, <laughs> Maya, yeah. about whatever, you know, the the passion pieces and living an abundant life and an enthusiastic life. And um, I think that's really what I want to do is be able to have the opportunity to have these conversations all the time, however that looks, whether it's coaching people, or maybe I'm on a thousand podcasts or,
0: um, you know, I was thinking a podcast might be in your future to you see creating one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's, I'm open to all the opportunities. Um, it wasn't 48 hours after I made my notice that you reached out to me and gave me the opportunity to have a conversation that sets my soul on fire. So the universe is already responding And uh, I just have to trust the process and play in the meantime.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you really, you know, earlier we were talking about the fear and the doubt and the, you know, am, am I crazy? Those thoughts that creep in. But just sitting here looking at you and having this conversation, you really just seem somebody who has that complete trust that everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to work out, that we may not have all the answers and the full plan down to the T, but that it's going to be fine and maybe even better than what we can imagine.
1: I think that you're absolutely right. I have gotten to that point, but it's not, it's been the course of a year
0: Mm -hmm. minimum
1: and I had to go through the job and jobs, past things, right? Everything you do leads up to this moment of whatever the moment is. And if I didn't have that career, would I have recognized how much I love these conversations or um, having inspiring pieces of of communication with with like-minded people who are ambitious and driven and enthusiastic And since I've started saying I'm leaving my job, I felt like I had to justify it. Like, you know, I know it sounds crazy and I'm kind of silly for maybe doing this because I wasn't wholly trusting what other people would think about my choice.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And so I've moved away from saying that it's not crazy. It's not silly. This is what I'm doing. I'm listening to my intuition. You might not understand that is what I'm saying instead of this sounds crazy because um, somebody might not, but I've gotten to the point where there's nothing to fear. I know that I am trusting in the process and worst case scenario, I can go get a job doing something.
0: Yeah, it's it's really important that you have spent the time, and and even as you're sharing, I'll, I'll just share too. Um, I I don't think I did that work before I took my my plunge, my leap, and I I hid behind um, a society approved reason, and so when I left my job, it was very much to to spend time with my kids. And yes, there's some truth to that. I I absolutely wanted to spend time with my kids at the young ages that they are. Um, but it wasn't completely it, you know, I, I talked about like this job was killing my soul and that's why I needed to leave it. And so if I'm being a hundred percent honest, that's what I would say, like, this just isn't a fit for me anymore. And even though I don't have anything else lined up, I know that this isn't for the best for me and I'm going to just figure it out. And so, yeah, I just really praise you for taking the time to, to do that work of, coming to full acceptance with it to the point where you can honestly share with others. And the, and also that full acceptance in yourself and confidence and trust in yourself that you don't feel that you have to justify it to others.
1: It, it took a while. And just to even have the, the know-how, the recognition that I was defending myself, the moment that I said it, my intuition was like, what are you doing? You don't have to defend yourself. This is your heart's choice and what's intended for your highest purpose. And I was like, okay, I'll say it differently next time. And it wasn't easy just to simply say it differently next time. I still felt that urge to justify it. But then that courage piece is like, okay, you have the courage to say what what you mean instead of defending yourself,
0: you know? when I hear you speak, you seem so strongly connected to that intuitive voice inside of you. And so if you could share a little bit of what was that process of making that connection and strengthening that connection?
1: That's an excellent question. Um, And you asked earlier about what I'm doing in this transition. And part of it is almost going backwards through the process and finding where the courage came from and where the intuition came from and how I learned to listen to the voice. Um, and what works for me is a lot of writing, whether I'm typing on the computer, or actually writing um, and just getting my thoughts out. I could read through my journal last year and I would be willing to bet that I wrote the same thing a hundred times. And that's a really great question. I'm going to have to think more about that. Um, Mm -hmm. and really analyze and understand because that's a huge piece and it's beautiful to be able to hear my intuition. I do feel very um, empowered and peaceful at the same time and excited Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's a great place to be living. It's like, well, how the heck did you get here?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I know for me, I know I, I can recognize a time where I didn't have the self-trust. And so, you know, that voice, I probably stopped hearing it. And it probably got really, really bad in those horrible pandemic years. So probably 2020 and 21 were probably the worst. And and then maybe in 22, I came into this re-realizing remembering, I guess like all the re-words, right? <laughs> and um and then I think there was this period of confusion of just like, well, okay, so you hear that little voice inside, but how do I know if that's my intuition or if that's, you know, my my cognitive brain, my logical thinking or or even my ego, like some fear response. And just like, okay, so how do I know when I'm getting this intuitive hit and whether or not I should follow it? And you know, even though I asked you the question, I, I'm not even sure what my answer would be like. What was the process of coming to trusting and knowing? And again, I'm not any sort of expert on this, and I'm not saying I follow my intuitive voice all the time. Um, but I stopped questioning it. I stopped wondering, like, was that my intuition or not? Like now when I like think of something and I think like that might be something I want to do, and it could be something tiny or something huge. Um, but I'm just like, No, if I feel like I want to do that then then yeah that's what I want to do um and even just to give a small like again a tiny example it was probably earlier this week a friend of mine um on like a Tuesday sent me a text and she's like hey do you want to come over tonight and we're both mom to young kids so usually like you know it's a school night we got to put the kids to sleep at like eight o'clock and you know then everything else kind of shuts down but I was just like yeah I do want to see my friend like why can't I come over at like nine o'clock at night when all the kids are asleep? And so it was just kind of this like, no, quen- no questions asked. I'm going to do it because it sounds like absolute fun. And, and I did. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I think intuition and joy might be connected.
1: I think that's an awesome example. And I could probably attest to some of those same practices. Like, do you want to go out to eat tonight? No, not really. I, I don't want to go out to eat and simply were as a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do you want to go out? Cause I will, if you want to. And instead of just, no, I don't, I don't want to. And sticking to that, you know, the answer, but you shove it down. Um, being any person, me, I guess I did that a lot. And uh, just starting with small things, do you want whipped cream or no whipped cream? Well, what does it usually come with? I don't want whipped cream, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, those are great examples. Yeah, because we do. We we people please, and you know, sorry, we should I shouldn't say we we all do, but I know that I have in my life. And yeah, I've always been this really kind of go with the flow person, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think like you know, easygoing. Like you want to go hang out over there today? Sure, why not? Let's go do that. I'm okay with that if you're okay with that. Don't want to rock the boat, but then there might be some times when it's like, no, I don't want to eat Chinese food or whatever it might be. and And you know, being able to honor our own preferences, desires, um, even tying it back to to our self-worth. I know I, I mentioned self-worth earlier because it's been on my mind a lot lately. And you know, it's like we we are worthy enough to have preferences and make those preferences known.
1: Absolutely, I think finding the self worth um, is part of trusting yourself and part of listening to your intuition and part of the courage piece and bravery to to just say yes and let go of the fear of judgments. Mm-hmm. Even in these little examples that we're making, right? What is she going to think if I tell her I don't come want to come over tonight? You know, we we all think I think those things when I make a decision. what do they want? And of course you, you want to be considerate. And I'm a go with the flow type person too. Truthfully, I don't care if we go out to eat or if we stay home, whatever, I'm happy with both options, but sometimes when, when the voice speaks, listen. And Mm -hmm. I think with that practice of little tiny examples, like we're giving, um, you can come more into your own power of hearing the intuition more easily. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's great, great advice is, you know, starting with the trivial stuff makes it not so scary when it's more important things. Mm -hmm.
1: Something, you know, with, with your story is I think it's amazing how you shared, I'm not really on social media much or wasn't in the past. And here you are putting a podcast out there for the world. And people who myself who's like, well, what am I doing next? Or a person who's making lists of what they're good at. Just try something that excites you. And that might be fun. And that might be scary. And if you fail, that's okay. Mm -hmm. You might love it. You might be good. And you might not be good, but you're not good at walking. You're not good at riding a bike, but eventually you're pretty darn good at walking. And you might learn that you love it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and to even piggyback to what you're sharing is to give yourself the, the grace and then the time because, right, like we're not going to be good at something that we've never tried before. We're brand new at it. So give yourself grace and self-compassion to make mistakes, to get back up after you make a mistake. And and give yourself time too, because with time you'll get better, right? Like if if you're starting off something brand new, like you could really only get better with practice. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Have you uh, Have you ever heard of the Artist's Way by Julia Cameron? I haven't. So that's something that I worked on last summer. It's um, basically twelve weeks of journal prompting and encouraging you to play and try new things and learn what excites you. And I didn't even finish the whole 12 weeks, but it was really something that I keep thinking about a lot. Like, maybe I should start that again. Um, It's just kind of soul diving. And I actually last year was like, I'm going to start a photography business. And um I put I posted it on Etsy and I started so messy and it wasn't long before, I mean a week or two and I was like, you know what? I don't actually think I like this, but I was willing to try and be excited about it for a little bit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's we should be willing to do more of that in life. Just get out there, try something. It might not stick. It might not be what we actually want to do, but maybe It's a stepping stone to the path that we really do want to be on. And maybe we're even gaining some skills from that short-lived experience that are then going to be useful to us in whatever we end up a year from now, two years from now, whatever time from now. I like to believe, like, I I really just like to think that the universe works out magically that way.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, it does. And every encounter that you have is just a, you said stepping stone, or building block for whatever is coming to you and coming for you and just have to be willing to try. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, I'm I'm so, you know, I get lit up and inspired and just optimistic when I have conversations like this. So I truly appreciate you sitting down today and and making the time to have this conversation with me. Is there any final message that you want to leave with our listeners? I think that
1: The message that you and I are both trying to convey is to find courage to live with enthusiasm and do it Mm -hmm. messy and don't be afraid of failure because it's inevitable and listen to your intuition. And I love that we came up with the little baby steps of ways to do that. And um, eventually your courage will get louder as your intuition
0: speaks more clearly and you will do great things. Thank you so much for those words. And if people are wanting to connect with you, how can they reach you?
1: I love that. Um, I would say that people can reach me uh, through email. I don't have any social media or website at this moment, but I'll share my email with you so you can put it in the notes. And anybody who wants to have a conversation, with me or is looking for coaching opportunities to help you through the process. If you're in, in a similar limbo in your life, um, I'd be happy to support you or walk with you or just let you talk at me and bounce ideas because sometimes we just need that.
0: Definitely. Thanks again so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you. Take care.
0: so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and follow. Don't forget to share with a friend, and you can also follow me on Instagram at ohmyag. Until next time, bye.